Are you overwhelmed with running your business? Today we're talking about how coaching can help you rebalance your business on this episode of Coffee with Tea. So please stick around and enjoy the show. friends, and welcome to another episode of Coffee with Tea. I am your host, Tanya Tyler, and I'm excited because we're going to be talking about rebalancing your business. And I have the wonderful guest on Mr. Don Vierboom, who will explain to us that there's nothing wrong with having a coach. So without me going too much into who he is, I'm going to introduce, I'm going to allow him to introduce himself. So welcome, Mr. Don. It's a welcome. It's a pleasure to have you here on the call. Oh, pleasure is all mine, Tanya. Well, thank you. Thank you for accepting my invitation. I'm, I'm looking forward to it, uh, our, this conversation because, like I said, you know, there's come, I think, some stigmatism about coaching, maybe. So we're going to yeah. dive into a little bit more. But really, I want to ask more about who you are. You know, tell us a bit about who you are and um, how has this whole COVID reopening really been helping or hurting, you know, you? How, how have you changed your perspective with this? So the floor is yours there, sir. All right. Well, uh, I've been, uh, I started off as an entrepreneur. I had a kind of my own kind of electronic store for about 10 years, but then I got into business and I worked for big companies like Sony and uh, Corporate Express Staples and some other things. And so I was always in the corporate world for the longest time. At one point I was looking after all of Canada for office furniture for Corporate Express. And and then other parts of the time I was at uh, a vice president of retail for a company called Expo Creek, which is owned by Old Castle, another huge company. So I've always been kind of this executive level thing learning. And then COVID hit and really smacked the, I was in the window and door business on my most recent corporate job and it smacked them hard. And uh, there was no new housing going up and oil and gas in our area. Pricing was down. So all of a sudden I was, I was on the street. I got let go. So, you know, I was kind of this casualty of COVID wondering like, what do I do? I was thinking I was going to retire where I was, you know, and I think, you know, work another seven years and be happy and right off in the sunset. But all of a sudden, boom, COVID tells you, here's a different story. You're on your street thinking of what am I going to do? And I'm wondering what I'm going to do. And one of my friends at a business, flooring business, said, come and help me full time for a while. I need some help with people and processes and tools. And, you know, I just sort of dived into helping their business. And she told me, she says, this Don, why aren't you doing this full time? Figure out how to become a great coach and, uh, you know, have all this experience, you know, 35 years of being, you know, working in the executive world and your own business. Teach people the shortcuts, how to, how to get going. So I said, uh, I will do that, but I need a, I need a training program or partnership. And so I, I looked all around at the different coaching packages and I ended up with one called Coaches Coach, which I spent a year with. They give me two coaches. I meet with them every week, you know, for 90 minutes and plus a few other uh, salespeople or coaches with me. And uh, yeah, we went through a whole program, lots of videos and training and all that. And, uh, you know, I really believe that cemented my business. And I think it's just a general formula for many entrepreneurs that have to pivot right now. 
Right. So what I'm hearing, you know, you didn't let the the uh, misfortune of losing a job stop you. Right. So is that mm-hmm. uh, I mean, for those who are experiencing maybe some of the similar things that are dealing with what what would be maybe an advice you would say to them right now if they're like lost between I don't know where to go. What would maybe yeah. you give them as an advice? Yeah. Uh, one thing is, you know, just make a list of the things you really enjoy and that maybe you've got some expertise in. Maybe you're great at baking. Maybe you're great at uh, mechanics. Maybe you're great at welding. What, whatever your expertise is that you still like and want to do, then think of what are the options for being a business in this area. And then the other advice, which I, I took myself, was find a system to make a business out of that. Not just try to figure it all out yourself. You know, you need some coaching or franchising or something that will help you move you forward so much faster so you don't have to crank out all these problems and and struggle so find a system find what you love and see if there's a kind of a marriage in that you know you can afford to do it right I I like that and and let's dive a little more on to the coaching thing because you know there's some people who um, you know never really ventured into coaching so What's some of the things or were you always a believer in the coaching or or did you just study this when you started making that transition? I guess I, I want to start there. First. Yes. Yeah. No, um, I got my own coach or an own, my mentor that was hired by my company when I was with Corporate Express. And, uh, you know, I was at this transition period. So how do I grow? I was vice president of this one uh, of Alberta. And I'll say, how do I grow and develop? And, and they said, you know, maybe we'll hire you a, a mentor, or business coach. I go, Whoa, how does that work? You say, well, you just go find one on the internet you like and uh, relate. We'll see what they cost and we'll, we'll hire you. And so I met with uh, a lady out of Detroit. I just do just connected, you know, you talk to a few co- different coaches and if there's a connection there, you go, yeah, I think I can really learn from this person. And so uh, I uh, got hooked up with Deborah, and she stayed with me for about three years. You know, every week we talked for an hour and we just worked through problems and challenges and how are you going to grow in your business? What's your next step? And, you know, she really helped me, you know, get back into education. And I went back to school and got my MBA on the weekends. And then I got a promotion to go to head office and I worked a national program there. So it was really helped my own personal career. So I was sold on coaching at an early stage. Well, that's good. I, I I like I like coach. I've experienced. I've had a couple of coaches in my life. You know, I had a sales coach when I struggled. Yeah, I've even had, I think I probably had a relationship coach a couple of times too. So, I mean, yeah. there's people out there for everything. So, what what's what's one of the the I I guess um criteria that you look for when you were looking for a coach, maybe for you or something like like I said. We're we're gonna dive more into your business, but for mm-hmm. those who are like I said, still not really familiar about coaching. How can yeah. that really um, help them? What, what, what's something that they should be looking for? I'm, uh, I think everyone has to look for a certain level of experience in their field. There's, you know, it doesn't, uh, there's no special thing you have to do to be call yourself a coach. So everybody can be calling themselves coaches. You see. So I always look, I'll explain your background. Do you have any qualifications as far as, you know, experience and training and, and it, but it doesn't have to be in the industry. If you want to, you know, open up a, a bakery shop, I don't have to be a coach that comes from bakery shops. That's pretty handy if I did, but it doesn't have to be. It's more about the fit and how 
how do we interact with each other? You know, am I going to be coachable by Don or this other person? Or am I going to be able to listen and, you know, take their stuff seriously? Because maybe I have some respect for where they've been, you know, what they've done in life, the bumps and the things that they've gone through. I can relate to that, you know, so it's, it's connecting with the, the right person that fits for you. I like that. Thank you. I want to remind everybody that if, what you're picking up right now, Mr. Don has been dropping some gems. So if you picked them up, please give us a thumbs up. Let us know. Maybe follow up with a comment, you know, a comment down below. So we're going to go down diving into like, uh, I, I, I like this thing that there's nothing like having a coach and you're rebalancing your business. So what does rebalancing your business mean? What can you explain to me what that concept looks like from sure. your experience? Yeah. For, for what I see when I, you know, I talk to a lot of businesses, like I love connecting on LinkedIn and just having a conversation with people. It's not all about, you know, I need to make you a customer of mine. You know, I can only handle a certain amount of customers or clients. So, but it, the experience I get of talking to them is great. And I hear this so often about people that started off as this technician that we call it. And uh, if you read the E-Myth by Michael Gerber, it talks about the technician is like, you're the welder and you opened a welding or you're a plumber and you open a plumbing business. So you're a technician, you're in there doing all the work, but after a while you have to hire four more plumbers, you get trucking, you got HR issues, you got, you know, finance issues. And, you know, you got to stop being the plumber and become the manager. And then maybe an entrepreneur down the road, you know, you have to keep moving up on that. And so many people don't do that. So they're out of balance. They're still plowing all their time back in being the plumber. And then they're trying to figure out HR, which they've never done. And they're trying to do, you know, cash flow and the books or marketing and SEO and Google AdWords or all this stuff. They're, you know, they're just overwhelmed. So they're, they're way out of whack. They're putting in 60, 70 hours a week. And, you know, they're probably net dollars to them making way less than any of their own employees. Right. So I, 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 I'm, as I was listening to you, I, I read the uh, E-Myth Revisited too. And that's, I, it took me a while. I had to read it twice for me to actually understand it. So it's like, for those who are like, like I said, I hear a lot of people want to jump into a business, but they're in that mindset of the technician. So it's yeah. like, you can have a coach for there. Right. Mm-hmm. So, you know, how do you, no, uh, I guess you say you could have a coach. You don't have to stay with one coach the entire time, right? It's what I'm trying to no, say. Like- no, no, no. Like you, like you said, Tonya, is a you know you may there are some people who call themselves life coaches, which is just about getting your life organized, maybe your your head in the right positive mental attitude and being mindful, maybe doing some meditation. Those are things that maybe life does. A business coach like myself is really about that I'm the kind of technician to help you figure out all these aspects of your business. What are we going to do about marketing? What are we going to do about HR? How are we going to hire the right people? Create a good team. How are we going to do time management? So you get your time back. So you actually see your family. Like you you got in this business to have time freedom and you have none left, right? You're you're just packed with hours. So it's not working. So a, a coach at this point is trying to help you rebalance and figure that out. Say, yeah, I got to move out of my business at the sort of technician level and move up higher. So I'm watching and I'm working on my business. I'm moving the parts and whatever. And that's where a coach can help you talk to you every week and, uh, you know, help you make good decisions, keep you on track, make sure you got a plan, you know, so it's like, oh, let's relevel this thing and make sure we're going 
what we thought of when we first had this wonderful epiphany. I'm going to be my own business owner. And now it just, you know, veered off into some nasty territory. <laughs> right. We got a few more minutes and I have one question um, before we dive into a little bit more about what you what you're working on and stuff like that. So my question really comes down to oh, I should have wrote it down, but um, it was really. Um, oh, my goodness. I had on the tip of my tongue. Well, we'll have to come back. Because yeah, sure. I know when you're talking, it'll come back. But my question is really, um, what are some of the projects that you're working on? I, oh, I know what it was. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Mr. Miss Audience. What's the difference before we re- with work, working in your business work what, versus working on your business? I know he talks sure. about in the email that you brought it up. So please, can you dispel what's different between working in your business and on your business? Sure. Yeah. And then we, you hear lots of people talk about that, but they don't always understand it. So working in your business, let's go back to say the plumbing or the baker or whatever. You're working in it. You're actually using the tools. You're doing your stuff. You got your head down. You're putting in 67 hours a week. You know, you're, you're doing all the stuff, maybe you're doing your books and things on the business is sitting back and thinking, where do I want to go? How am I going to get there? Do I need some help to, you know, get there? You know, where's my next piece of business coming? Where are my clients going to come from? Like on it, as far as a holistic part about how to, to make it function better, how to, where's it going in the future? Do I have a strategic plan for 90 days, uh, one year, three years, five years? How am I going to exit the business? How at the end, what happens? Am I, you know, passing it to my kids or how are they going to buy it? You know, it's like, those are the things you talk about to yourself and with your coaches or your mentors, you know, when you want to work on the business and you have to book some time to do that because otherwise you're just, man, you're, you're head down. You're doing all the things say, I'm so busy. I'm working so hard. You know, you know, you are, but your business is going to start veering off of the road. It's like you forgot to watch the lane departure and you're starting to go off, but you, you're so focused, you know, you forget where you are. Thank you. I am so sorry for all the, I, I'm like, I'm focused on what you're sharing. I, I was like, oh, I had a golden gem and I had to ask, but thank you for taking that time to explain the difference. And now this is where I want to know, like, what's the one message you want people to take away from what you're sharing today? That if they don't hear mm-hmm. anything else, what's the one thing that you want them to take away from your interview today? I'd like them to take away that it's not a uh, weakness on your part to go and ask and get people for help. Just as in many other parts, you know, we have a big promotion or talk about things about mental health. It's not, you know, uh, a detriment to you to talk about met- mental health that you need some health. There's so much anxiety. Well, the same in business. It's not bad to be able to say, hey, I need some help. You know, I'm not the expert on SEO marketing and Google AdWords and, you know, maybe hiring, selecting the right people. I never put a good job description together. All these different things. It's, it's, it's okay to say I'm not the expert in that. It's not saying you're not smart or you're, you're not, you know, very intelligent and great at your field, but you don't know everything about everything. So you go out and you get help. It's just like uh, people are quite accustomed to getting a bookkeeper because they don't want to do their QuickBooks themselves, or they get an accountant because they don't want to do all the tax. They want to make sure that's all done right. And you get a lawyer to fill out your forms. Well, you get a coach as well to help you with your business. And maybe you have a particular area, like you were saying, maybe it's just sales I really need help with or hiring or whatever. But a good business coach can work on all those different areas for you, you know, and say, okay, right now, what's the hot spot for you? It's sales. Okay, we got to get some sales going because if that doesn't happen, getting some income, you're going to be in trouble. 
And then maybe next time is cash flow. So let's work on your cash flow because you got good sales, but you're not bringing in the money fast enough. Let's talk about that, and, and you know, weekly and and do this. So I just say coaching can really change your business, and don't view it as an expense. You know, a good business coach should be driving volume into your business by making better decisions with you. So it should, over say four to six months, create more profit through either better cash management or sales revenue, finding new areas to go and market or, you know, just better business management, you know, it should happen. So don't look at it like an expense and it looks <laughs> like a bit of front. So that's my I word. like that. I like it. I love it. Thank <laughs> you, Mr. Beerboom, for all that, the, the insight that you, you share. And uh, now this is really want to know, like, what's work, what have you been working on and where can people find more information about you, your services and what you offer? Yeah, my uh, my website's a good spot to go to. Dawn at Four Tree Coaching, F O U R Tree Coaching. Four Tree is my last name. Veer Boom is Dutch descent, so you just change it. Veer Boom is Four Tree. That's how it turned out. So remember Four Tree, and uh, you can go see there. Yeah, we talk uh, basically. We just chat for you know half hour, an hour. Let's just have a little strategy session and see if there's again that connection that we want. And you know, is there something I can help you with? I'm sure I can offer you some free advice. You can just say, hey, hey, that's good. I'll take that and run and away you go. And if you want to talk further, we'll set another meeting. So I'm working on one-on-ones. I also have some group coaching, you know, where you just want to work with seven or eight sessions with maybe four or five people. It's a little cheaper. And in a couple of weeks, I'll have 30 online courses, 10 management, 10 leadership. And you can test take these two hour courses and, you know, just help kind of tune up your own education. And if you take a bundle, we can put my coaching in it. So it's kind of, you know, online and live at the same time. So good, better, best, I think. <laughs> awesome. Congratulations on everything that you have going on. Well, thank you. It's, it's a lot of fun. I really get a kick out of uh you know, learning about business, you know, I'm very curious about how it works and how are you successful and what do you need to work on? And, you know, I just love helping others if I can. Well, thank you, Mr. Veerboom. It's been a pleasure talking to you. Thank you for your time. All right. Thanks so much, Tonya. I want to also remind everybody who tuned in that feedback is always welcome. Links that Mr. Veerboom mentioned will be posted down in the description box. So please make sure you check it out there down below. And if you've enjoyed what he shared today and you're enjoying it, please remember, hit that like button. Um, if you want to continue to get in everything that like Mr. Dom has shared today, all the insights and every, everything he shared today, please hit that subscribe button over there. And remember, take things in stride. Go with the flow and create your own path. And we will see you back here on another episode of Coffee with Tea. All right. Bye-bye.